0: Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the 15th episode of COCT, a Real Play RPG podcast. As most of you have probably caught on, we're making a change to our overall podcast name to be more inclusive with the entire tabletop role playing games community. In light of recent events, our team has decided to make a slight change to our name to be more inclusive and support not only the games that make this community so great. But to stand with the individuals who make content and continue to put out amazing supplemental material under the open gaming licenses. Without further delay, let's get into this episode's roundtable question for the players to answer about their characters. This week the question is going to be: Does your character have any noticeable scars?
1: Hi, this is Alex Groves. I play Agar, the Forbulk Druid. Um Not from, like, any kind of battle scars. You will notice if you get close to Agard, I mean, he does have blue skin, um, except for his pink kind of color on his nose and his ears. Um, But he does have some of the kind of the raised tattoos. You know, not ink tattoos, but, you know, where they scar the body, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. I don't know what that's called. There's probably a term for that.
0: The branding?
1: No, no it's it's done like a, it's done with like a it's done with a needle to kind of bring the skin out. Oh, okay. Um,
0: yeah, I'm not sure what that's called, but I, I, know I want to say I
1: saw it like on something about like Aboriginal people or something like that. Anyway, yeah, he has that sort of thing. So if you get close to him, there is like almost like a pattern on his body of of, of things. And okay, so Whoops. but no, no battle scars yet.
2: Hi, this is Jessica Reed. I play Katie, a Dragonborn fighter. And no, I wouldn't say that Katie um, has any noticeable scars at this time. She's, yeah, all emotional scarring for Katie at this point, really. (laughs) (laughs) No physical or visual (laughs) scars uh, on her person. Yet. Yeah, true. Yeah.
3: Hi, I'm Reggie Morris. I play Brocka Ulton, the Cobalt artificer um Rago does have any sort of scars or anything like that i mean nothing no does he have any like burns he he might have like chemical burns like that have like healed for the most part on like his hands or arms but that's about it nothing like bad or noticeable
0: yeah just little like raised areas from just chemical burns yeah some
3: some parts of his scales are probably like darker or lighter because of like chemical burns but that's
0: about it yeah just subtle burning yeah
3: Hey guys, it's Connor Joyner. I play Ebron Ironmane, the Lion and Ranger. Ebron doesn't have any noticeable scars, but his scars are hidden underneath his armor. And as you can, and as anyone might guess, they are claw marks from growing up. Um, but but no, other than uh, than that, he has no noticeable scars.
0: Now that we know a little more about the characters and their war wounds, let's resume as Agard reaches out and clutches the mysterious glowing stone in his hand. Are, are you going to pick it up?
1: Famous last words. Yes.
0: <laughs> so as you pick up this rock, yeah. you can feel it uh, as it's pulsing in your hand. Yeah. It's this zoom, zoom, zoom. And you can feel it pulse like it is some type of life force. As you pick it up in your hand, you don't take any damage, but you start to feel unwell while you're touching it.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. Just unwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braca, I don't know what this is. I hold out the rock to Braca. I.
3: How big's the rock?
0: For us, it's about the size of like two baseballs next to each other. Okay. So I mean, yeah. it, it's good size. I'd say it's about, about six inches. Yeah, about that big.
2: Okay.
1: Um. I, I do not know what this is. I don't think it is something good. It. it I, I don't feel well holding it. I'd like to look at it more later. do you think we could put this in your in your bag would it do you know do you think it would disrupt uh, anything if uh could you put it down real quick and they, yeah Agard puts the table or whatever is there
0: then about fifteen to twenty seconds of you putting it down
3: mm-hmm. you start to feel better, okay. Um, Braca, just like looking at it wants to do an uh, arcana check over it. Can I assist him with the arcana check?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. 15. Yep, with your your fey ancestry. This stone looks like a fragment of something. Looks like it was chipped off. It is not of this material plane. Braca. you've never seen anything like it before. Agard. You've heard stories of stones that glow in the Feywild mm-hmm. that have a wide range of effects. They can promote life. Mm-hmm. They can drain life. Um, okay. They they can they can do a lot of things. Okay. The color of it is typically what matters. You do know that the blue and the dark blue, almost purplish hues, are typically found underground, mm-hmm. and they're known to siphon the life forms around them to strengthen them and keep them alive. Okay. Knowing that,
1: do I feel like it would have any effect inside like a bag of holding? Should we basically floating around the astral plane where there really
0: is no, it's... You're not sure? Okay. Make an insight check real quick. 18. Knowing what you saw approaching the hut, Walking yeah. through the forest, the surroundings, you right. feel very sure mm-hmm. that this rock is the reason. Is what has been draining the the forest, the areas around it. Uh-huh. You also know that the the pixie had let you know she hadn't been here long. You believe it's been less than a month mm-hmm. based on the carvings and stuff like that. Yes. So you feel like these are the early signs of this type of stone being in the area, mm-hmm. siphoning the life from the trees and the surroundings. But you do notice that when you entered the clearing, once you cross those trees, that threshold, mm-hmm. everything in there mm-hmm. seemed to be alive. But it was siphoning the life from beyond that. In. Right.
1: It's like basically it's a bubble. And it's mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I got you. So I explained that okay. to you, the observation. Um, do you think we could take this with us? This is not something that we should just leave out. If nothing else, I believe we should take this to someone who knows how they could possibly destroy it or... I mean, I
3: I, I know someone. Well, back well, I mean, hmm. where I originally wanted to go before we got put on the detour. I, I know someone that might be able to help. Don't know if it's a good idea to put it... I mean, I have two bags of holding. I can put one in this one and this one. And he's just going to hold up the smaller one. That's not big enough, though, for this, is it? It's not? No.
0: It's, it's more coin size. It's like a coin
1: purse. Like, yeah. 6 oh, okay. six-inch rock.
3: Yeah, Brock will just, like, say, "Yeah, screw it and just put it in his bag of holding.
0: Okay. Okay. When you put it in the bag of holding, did you touch it to put it in there, or how are you picking up the stone?
3: I
1: wouldn't have let him probably touch it. I probably would have picked it up for him. Well, I mean, Agard, if, if you do that, I mean, I'll yeah, you drop it in. because Agar knows how it felt.
0: So yeah, so as end you end. grab it, you feel that similar feeling kind of hits you uh-huh. as you feel unwell, but the moment you let go of it into the bag and it leaves your hand, uh-huh. you almost feel a longing for the rock as it disappears, uh-huh. but then it oh. kind of dissipates. My precious. I, I was I was going to
3: ask a guard if I could touch it for like a second to see how oh. bad it is. Okay. To, do I mean, do if, you want to let him do that? If you're saying it makes you sick, then I mean I just want to see how it, bad it is. I do not feel well, but I hold it out to Brock. I'll, I'll put my hand
0: on it for literally okay, a so second. Okay, so are you taking it from him or are you just setting your hand on it? setting my hand on it. So <coughs> you feel that similar feeling. It's almost like you feel like your essence is being pulled into the rock. And then the moment you take your hand away, you feel fine again. And then Agar drops it in the bag of holding, and that's when you you almost hesitate mm-hmm. as you feel like you want to keep it, but you end up dropping it in the bag at, before you really feel like you have to hold on to the stone. Okay. Um so you do feel like the stone has addictive properties.
3: I don't know if in a if another Arcana check would matter to like be one hundred percent certain or close to 100% certain that it won't do anything to the inside of the bag of holding or any of the items. I mean,
0: it's hard to tell. Okay, Uh, It's hard to tell if that would do anything to the bag of holding or inside Uh, items inside. You don't have anything living in the bag of holding right? from what you've seen. This,
3: it only affects organic object
0: seems to pull and siphon from organic objects around it. Mm -hmm. You guys have been in the hut, Probably, I'd say, for a couple minutes after you had released this rock in there. Looking around, looking for other stuff. You aren't able to find anything else really of use in there. Okay. It is a relatively new hut that they have established. Mm. You do feel like you got there early enough. What do you guys want to do before you exit? Burn it down. As you're exiting, you are able to get some of the... Wood and that, that was upstairs, and kind of make a trail. Do you want to, Braga?
3: Do you have any more grease? Anything that's flammable? Uh, do I? Hang on. I it's, it's my last spell spot. I mean, I can cast grease mm-hmm. if you want me to. I mean, if there's mind. wood around, so you, just... you're
0: able to get a fire started. It does take you a little longer than it would, um, if you had grease. Does anybody have like a cantrip to, I mean, I have like a tender box. Yeah, well, well, yeah, you can use that, but I didn't know if somebody had like like a fireball. I
1: have a torch. Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, you'll
0: still need to use a tinderbox to get that lit. I don't have any magic. I've got a tinderbox and a torch. So you're able to use your tinderbox. Bracca is able to use his tinderbox to get it started. And you start a little flame in the entryway of this small hut. Mm -hmm. And you see as it quickly starts to catch and take things out. um, And it starts to spread. As you walk out and you look around, you do see that. The landscape here has already started to change. Mm-hmm. The area that the hut was, there are more... It looks like the grass and the different plant life immediately around the hut are starting to die and lose the life. But you can see the essence returning to the trees at the edge of the clearing, like they are starting to get healthier. As you glance over, you see Katie holding Ellie. Mm-hmm. Everybody, make another perception check, real quick.
3: Braga's gonna ask Agar real quick. There weren't any more twenty-seven. There weren't any more pixies in there. Were there? No, I, I didn't find anything.
0: So you guys to nine. Start this fire.
3: Yep. Fifteen.
0: You got a twenty-seven. Ebron uh, got a twenty-seven. Ibron yeah. got a fifteen. Nine. Braga got a nine. Uh, perception check. No. Pass. Okay. You, you're focused on Ellie. You're focused on yeah. keeping Ellie.
2: To- totally, with a nat one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she's, um, yeah, she has all She has all your attention. She has... I'm
2: seeing her a little, like, lullaby. You're,
0: you're holding her kind of, like, rocking, and she's kind of reached up and wrapped around her arms around one of your fingers, and cool. is just kind of, like, sinking in and just taking a deep rest. You have your back turned. You're facing the hut as these three are approaching you. You don't see anything, mm-hmm. but with that perception, you... You hear what sounds like tiny footsteps. And you can see the blades of the grass moving.
1: Okay. Just like in front of us Ah. or next? I don't understand.
0: All around. It rolled a four for its Mm -hmm. stealth. So it is not very stealthy. Well, this one's not. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You can hear wings kind of buzzing. From about ten feet away, and it approaches, and you hear, "Thank you." In Sylvan, mm-hmm. yeah. in Sylvan, you hear, "Thank, thank you." Did you, did you, finish off the old hag?
1: She escaped before we could kill her off.
0: You three now see as another pixie appears, brighter than the one that you, that than Ellie, um, much brighter, and looks around, this one is um, green and orange, so the body is green and the wings are orange. And he looks at you and he says, thank you. Did, you, did you save her? And kind of flies away from Agard and lands on Katie's shoulder and looks down at Ellie in your hands.
2: I was singing kind of a little well, softly humming or singing a, a lullaby to Ellie, so I wasn't
0: As you're um, finishing kind of the humming of the lullaby, you feel these two very soft feet touch your right shoulder, and you can hear the fluttering of wings as it lands. Trying to think how Katie would react to that.
2: Yeah, because her perception wasn't great, so I don't even know if she would have realized that it was, like, friendly, you know?
0: Now, <clears throat> you're standing facing the hut. Your back is to the forest. This creature had flown to Agard, who was oh, in front I'm of you sorry. by the hut. I was
2: thinking I was the opposite, where my back was to the hut. and
0: No, you had, you had walked out, and you had turned to wait for the rest of your party. Okay. So, so you were just kind of standing there. So he would have gone past you. You didn't necessarily see him at first, but he spoke to Agard right next to his ear. And you would have been able to just kind of see it out of the corner of your eye, out of your peripheral. And he didn't didn't try to take it a long way so you wouldn't see him. He approached and kind of turned and sat down on your shoulder to look down at Ellie.
2: Okay. Then Katie would have just looked at him and be like, she's resting right now.
0: He kind of walks over and you have actual ears, right?
2: (laughs) So to answer your question... Does Katie have ears? Okay. Yes. She she well, kind of. They're scales that are protruding out a bit, kind of around
0: So they kind of catch the sound and direct it in. Yes, exactly. Okay. So ears. So he's gonna go near Precisely. those near those scales. <laughs> and you feel as his hand kind of wraps around them and then around your cheek. And he just kind of gives you a hug and you hear Thank you for being so kind. Mm-hmm. Yep, he says it in common. Assuming a Dragonborn can't speak Sylvan, but
2: I can't. No.
0: Yep. He I mean, up. I
2: would have said in common. She's resting, so that makes sense.
0: Yep. So he would respond in common because he, yeah, yeah. Was told she's resting. I, didn't know, I didn't know he knew. Okay. And he um, gives you a hug, kind of the side of your face, a hug, and, and thanks you. You see him look over, and he kind of motions, and it's at that point you realize as mm-hmm. all these colors start to go off around you you guys were surrounded by like 30 to 40 pixies that are dropping their invisibility right now. And you see a couple sprites. A couple of them are very happy. Some of them are in tears, crying, but they are very thankful for what you've done. One of them goes over and to the hut Mm -hmm. and like, and it kind of spits at it, mm-hmm. and a couple of them are, are pretty upset about it, so they're you know, they for
2: some reason didn't hear Hyde thought he was coming over to spit on Katie. I'm like, what they? that's how
0: they say thank you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a greatest honor from a pixie. You know, they fly over, and you can see some of them are kind of messing with the house and, and throwing little things at it, and frustration, right? Um, and see that the fire one of them flies in one of the windows and comes back out. Um, and as he comes out, you see. He's carrying a bag that's about two times his size. Okay. And he comes over and he sets it down. Okay. He looks at you and he says, They they once had me too, and I saw an area above the fireplace where they kept this. He extends it out to Agard. Okay, well, we investigate. So what? we mm-hmm. Not this one. Okay. This this was you had to know it was there in order to find it. It was not okay. it was an extremely high DC. This was like more of a okay. twenty to thirty to find just because of how well hidden they had it. Okay. It was actually in the bricks and stones. Okay. Right. The only reason he knew it was there is because he had seen it. Sure. Okay, so I take it. It is a bag that has um twenty gold okay. and forty silver. Okay. But it is a pretty large bag, and you can hear as he drops in your hand, you hear the the, the jingling, and you can just hear this like a like a huff as he lets it go like oh, so much yeah it was it was pretty heavy for him
1: i I basically just nod to him, and then I braca I, I take the bag and I toss it to you. <laughs>
2: yeah. How heavy is that bag oh okay.
1: I mean, a pixie just carried it. Brocka so. gets True, knocked guess, out.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here, let's let's see how it works. <laughs> oh, right?
2: Yeah. Test it with a tissue box. See how you like it. I don't
3: know. Brock has a nine strength. He probably
0: can yeah. carry
2: it.
3: Yeah. Brocka, go yeah. along.
2: You know,
0: just
1: put a perfect spiral on this bag of gold.
0: <laughs> As this happens, you see another. It looks like a much more elder pixie, yeah. a little bit older. It flies over to you and it asks.
2: Are any of you
0: hurt? I have felt better. But I'm okay. She kind of flies over. I hold my hand too. I
1: see that she's older, so I hold my hand so she can
0: land. She lands just kind of on the tip of your finger and starts to walk into the palm. (laughs) Yep, that one. (laughs) And uh, she reaches down and just touches the palm of your hand Mm -hmm. and casts Cure Wounds. Oh, nice. You get... 10 points of healing. Damn, As I only needed five. Nice. Thank you.
1: And then basically, I, I want to address all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was so doing her dance. <laughs> I'd like to address all of them and, and say, "Is can any of you, and, I, and I'm speaking in Sullivan. can any of you tell us anything about the hag that was here or anything, the, how long, any, any information whatsoever?
0: Another one kind of comes forward. And I flicked the one off my finger that I... <laughs> well, so so you have your hand out, and yeah. she's kind of resting on your finger. The other one kind of lands um, on the other side of the palm, and you just hear, They haven't been here long. It's been a couple weeks at most, but I fear that the Violet Woods is only the most recent place they've come. Mm-hmm. I've heard of these creatures in the bogs along the Custis Coast. I believe it's the Dalmont Bog but they had never gotten this far inland before. One of them comes up to you and asks, were, were you able to find the life source of this coven?
1: We were able to find a, a strange stone that was affecting the area, if that's what you mean.
0: And they kind of turn and look at the elder one. She kind of looks at you and she says, may I see the stone?"
1: We place the stone in a safe place that will not will no longer affect this area. I do not believe we should remove it.
0: If you can get it back to the Feywild, there are people there who know how to destroy these stones. But just simply returning it to the Feywild will get it back to where it belongs. Hmm. It does not belong on this plane.
1: It is.
3: It is currently not on this plane.
0: Do not touch it either. Do not hold it. It is. It is inherently evil.
3: Braga will just whisper to himself. Intricate. A little too late
1: for that. Are 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 you of of these woods? Is is this where you're? Yes. Okay. I will do what I can to spread the word. Can you, every creature you can, anything you come across, spread the word that Sisters of Night have
3: returned?
0: We will get the word out.
3: I I don't suppose you know any convenient way to get to the Feywild, do you?
0: There are portals. There's one in Violet Woods. There's one in the Golden Fang Forest. I believe that's how the hags have been traveling. I believe it's through the Golden Fang Forest.
3: And say we do somehow get there. I mean, do we just drop it off or take it to someone? Like just take, just mm. drop it and leave or take it to a specific person?
0: She looks straight at Agard and she says... Your your people know how to take care of these things. You may not have done it for a very long time, but if you search your records, I'm sure you'll have some type of written record as far as how to destroy this. Furwolves Ooh. have always been a protective force between this realm and some of the evils of the Fae. And she says all this in Sylvan to Agard. Mm-hmm. So nobody else understood that.
1: Yeah. And the, again, in Sylvan, so I understood. Won. And so I'll just re- reply. we I, we will make sure that this gets returned again, tell everyone you run across to beware and I need to get word back to my people in the Mancroft forest as well.
0: As you finish that statement, one of uh, another one of the pixie flies up and they're carrying what looks like a sprig of a bush mm-hmm. that has some berries on it, and she holds it out to you. And doesn't say anything, just kind of offers it. Mm-hmm. And the Elder One lets you know. She says, This is the sprig of an everfrost bush. These are everfrost berries. If you crush four of them, you can create a tonic. We we typically eat these by the berries, Pixies. Mm-hmm. You'll probably need a little more. Um, and she kind of looks at... Looks all the way down at the ground, standing on your hand, and all yeah. the way back up. She's like, that's a larger figure. You probably want more to, to help. We yeah. we wanted to offer you this. Um, I don't know if your people have this in the Manacroft Forest, but this is a, a thank you.
1: Thank you very much. I do appreciate that.
0: With that, they kind of all start to head their way. The green one that was on your shoulder kind of walks down to your hand. And puts his hands underneath Ellie and starts to pick her up. And she wraps her arms around his neck. And he kind of looks at you and he's, Thank, thank you again for everything you guys have done. Um, we'll spread the word. The Sisters of Night have returned. Be well, Ellie. Bye, Ellie. And she kind of lets out a little cough and just kind of raises her hand and she touches Katie's hand before she leaves. You can feel the sense of overwhelmingly calm coming from her hand as like a thank you she just doesn't have the words to say it and she wraps her free hand around the shoulder of the other pixie and he kind of flies away holding her and they, you can see them they all go towards the creek that is running behind the hut as the hut burns down you are able to navigate back through the pathway to the, the main road do you want to do anything to those trees to those symbols as you're headed back
1: as we you I I would ask um the trees
0: down. No. <laughs> um
1: ask uh Katie and uh, Brock I don't know you're, you're short. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> Katie I'm, and I'll ask to you, you guys to help or... as we pass these trees or you know, carvings of crescent moons in them and if we can remove them, um, you know, just take your sword maybe and scrap what what are we can do?
0: Agard approaches the tree and puts his hand to it over the crescent moon shape, which is the symbol for the Sisters of Night. Yeah. You see as the tree kind of moves, it makes the grooves not as deep of yeah. the half moon. Sure. And the Druidcraft flower that you create begins to grow out as you move your hand out. Yeah. And it takes over. So it, it doesn't remove the symbol,
1: but it overtakes it. Good. Do they fly by their brooms? Little bitches are going to see it.
2: Do they fly on brooms? Mm
0: -hmm. Carpets. So you make your way back to the main trail. As you're going back, Agard pauses at every (laughs) marker on the trail and creates this druidcraft flower to come out of it, basically marking it, letting the Sisters of Night know that they're not welcome there. You guys continue on and make it back to the the main road. It is a little after midday at this point. Oh okay. if you push on well I'd say it's a, it's around midday maybe yeah, a little yeah, before yeah. if you push on you could, could probably push through and make it to guamora uh-huh. just after nightfall.
2: can we just Katie would make a suggestion
0: mm-hmm.
2: like go that way, but camp out right outside of the city before the next day just so we can
1: start the day start the day with going in
2: to. Gomora. Yeah. Okay. That's just my idea. Just so everybody can kinda of get their selves together from sure. everything that's happened.
1: Sounds sounds like a good plan.
0: Okay. So you guys travel on for about, I don't know, half a day. You make it to where you're about an hour, thirty minutes to an hour outside of Guamora. You start to see some farms start to pop up. You realize you're getting close. Gomora isn't a town like Port savorsa It's more of a farming town. So there is a small area that's concentrated. But as you're approaching, you start to see some of the farmlands appear. As you begin to get close, everybody roll a perception check.
2: Oh. Oh. I thought we were taking a rest.
1: 18, Freyguard.
0: 18. 18. For eight. <laughs> you're taking a rest like half an hour out. You're starting to see the, the farms in that right now.
2: Katie's just still in her own mind.
0: Okay, so it's three eighteens and a Katie.
2: <laughs> 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 all right. Oh, that was good. <laughs>
0: so you guys are all kind of focused on resting and, and settling down. But Agard and Brone, and Bracca, you guys all pause for a second. And when you guys stop, you pause. You hear ksh, like somebody was following you and didn't expect you to stop. And when you guys stopped, they stopped. Make an
2: Fucking Glen
0: investigation check.
2: <laughs> Wait, I don't.
0: Natural
2: twenty. Natural twenty. It'll be a 12. Holy what? shit. Oh, okay. The the coff <laughs> the coffee's winding down.
0: <laughs> so the two natural twenties, as you hear that stop, you guys pause. Bracca, you kinda of turn and look to your right, but a Brone and Agard with those natural twenties you slowly turn. You see a female in a leather vest with short, curly brown hair looking out from one of the trees. And you recognize Brilla Thulane. <laughs> Do you see her? Okay. Kind of standing in the trees, like looking around and you see this. You see Brilla standing behind one of the trees and as she peeks around, you see this deer in a headlights look. Like She realizes that you you and um, Agard, Ebron, and Brilla all kind of make eye contact, and she looks across, and then just slowly tries to lean back behind the tree like, you didn't see me. We see you. You hear a heavy sigh? Hearing Ebron we see you. turn um, and shout out, we see you. How would Kitty react?
2: Yeah, no, she would, I mean, she's in her own headspace, so she would just like kind of look at him like... What? But then I would hope that she would notice that they're staring behind her.
0: I would say you could tell that their eyes are not towards you. Yeah. And as you turn and look in that direction, you hear this heavy sigh and Brilla Thulane steps out from the um, brush in the trees Mm -hmm. and slowly approaches the party with her hands kind of up in the air and out.
1: Why are you here?
0: can't do a good girl voice, but we'll give it a shot. <clears throat> Brilla walks up and, and she...
2: She can have a lower voice. She I mean, looks at you and she says, too.
0: I was approaching, trying to get back to my family farm. The lands around here have been drained. I was trying to figure out what was doing it.
1: Why did you leave our group without saying anything? We wasted half a night looking for you.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't know you with everything that's gone on lately i don't I don't trust strangers that I've never met. Maybe maybe you, I was wrong to do this, but in my mind, I was the only person who could save my family's farm.
1: Egard and Sylvan looks her dead in the eyes and says, I know who you
0: are. She looks super confused back at you.
1: Okay, so can I get can I do an insight on her yep. reaction? Yep. Uh, I'd say 19.
0: She is genuinely confused.
1: Okay. Um, I was trying to elicit if she yeah. was...
0: Yeah. Nope, I got you.
2: If you were leaving to go to your farm, why didn't you... Why are you here?
0: I wanted to find the source of whatever it was that was draining these lands. And she kind of starts to set her hands down. And she reaches up. She says, I, I have something that can can prove what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And you see her reach into the satchel on her side. And you can hear her rustling around. And she pulls out these papers. And she just kind of extends them. Just Out. She's not directing it at anyone in particular. She just holds it out towards the group. Agard takes it. So as you take it and you look at it, it is a deed for a plot of land in Guamora uh-huh. signed by um, a noble from Andaria's Keep. She holds it out and she says this. And as you look at it, it was created about 40 years ago. Ag- is, is going
1: to hold it for a second and look at it. He's not going to have any idea right. what it is. So he's just going to hand it to, I don't know, Anybody.
0: If you or hold me. out, she'll she'll reach back for it.
1: Well no, it's like to anybody else in the group because I don't know, what, Bro- I, I, I don't know what a a deed is.
0: So. so if you as you read it, you have seen these different contracts in that with RPIP because in Gilmead, RPIP works with the mayor to write them and get them out. Right. Um so you've seen these things pass through that office. You know it is a designation of ownership for a plot of land.
3: Um, could I do like a quick investigation to see if it just seems legit or if
0: it's forged? Absolutely. Uh, Fifteen. While it looks in pristine condition, it does seem authentic. Okay. Um, It was as you look at the date; it was forged and drafted about forty years ago. Okay. Rock
3: will just read it over like a few times I guess while they're talking
0: and then just
3: hand it back to her
0: she's gonna reach out and take it from you and she says this individual came questioning our claim to the land my, my family had uh, uh, safekeeping with ringed flame and ports of Orsa I had to go back and get the paperwork there were three three individuals that they claimed to be wizards, but I, I didn't. I didn't trust them. They basically told me that they owned the land that we were on, and were demanding our land since it is just along the edge of the Violet Woods.
3: Did they tell you their names?
0: One was, one was a, a Shoud. I, I don't remember, but there were there were three of them. So I was coming to get my my deed and. I just, I I didn't trust anyone as I felt like somebody was trying to take my my family's property. I'm sorry I I assumed the worst in you. I I just, that's the vibe I got from those three wizards and I just haven't felt comfortable or safe ever since.
3: Well, now that you're here, what do you plan to do?
0: Well, if they come back, I can prove to them that this is my property and they can't do anything.
1: You guys can hold up his hand and just kind of stop her. And describe the other two uh, that mm-hmm. were with a Shoud. Yes. And are those the two? Is that like two yes. of The two? Yes. Those are them. They are dead. Oh. A Shoud was a hag. And has oh. escaped to the Feywild.
0: Oh. And you see as she kind of turns and looks off and just gets this thousand yard stare and is just confused and just trying to work through everything. And she goes, a hag, like, like a witch? yes and the the Feywild like
3: like the different dimension the Feywild that one I've
0: I've always heard stories but I I I grew up on this farm I've I've never really ventured outside of Gwemora my trip to Port Savorso was the most exciting thing I think I've I've ever done in my life so
3: well again now that you're here now that you know what we just told you what do you plan to do
0: I, I guess I'm just gonna try to figure out what exactly is siphoning the life out of my family's land and hope to start repopulating the grain and the the stables that we once owned.
3: I'm gonna gesture for Agar to come down like so that Brocco can like whisper in your ear. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's the, the stone thingy? I. where is your farm located?
0: She kind of looks at you, where, where you guys are at, right uh-huh. before Guamora, because it is kind of nestled in the Violet Woods. Right. You're about, I said, half an hour out of Guamora. Uh-huh. She kind of points up the road. She says, about another 10, 15 minutes, if you walk up the road, we could get there. I was trying to skirt around you when you saw me and just get to mm-hmm. my land around everybody. I've actually been pretty much behind you guys. Ever since you went in the cave, but then I lost you for a little bit and I just kind of stuck to the trees and moved slow. And then next thing I know, you guys had gone past me on the main road.
3: Were you purposefully following us or was it just a coincidence?
0: I was trying to stay away from prying eyes and you were the only group I knew on the road. So I figured if I kept tabs on you, I would be safe.
3: So you don't trust us. But you want to be nearer so that if anything happens to you, you'd be safe. Is that kind of what you're saying?
0: No, I wanted you... I wanted to know where you were so I didn't get snuck up on. I knew you guys had said you were headed to Guamora. I knew my family plot was just outside of Mm Guamora. So I figured you guys would go past my family land and I could just walk without... If you guys want, there's... We have stables, we have a, a, a home there, we have a, a place mm-hmm. that you guys can come uh rest if you'd like. I, I I don't I don't mind making food. I'm 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 awfully embarrassed. I, I'm I'm very sorry.
1: So I'm gonna ignore her and whisper back to you, leaning down to you. Do we feel as though that stone could have affected land all the way here, or are we looking at possible I mean, more than
3: this one stone. I mean, I was probably thinking since no land, no land was like affected from the woods to here, right? Like the land looks healthy from the woods or like uh, in between. Probably, I mean, you know best. I mean, I mean, not really, but <laughs> I mean, I I have no just a
1: history of this is all part of my you know ancestors' history. It's um, not. I mean, I guess there could probably
3: be another one. Okay, I mean. Well, I also think it would stand to reason that there's probably more hacks in the area, too. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. I just
1: don't know if they all have these stones. I can not imagine they have that many, but who knows. Okay, um, so what is it that you want now?
0: I just want to return to my family farm, but I was I was offering a, a warm meal and a, a, a place to stay if you would or, like
3: it. Were people not disappearing from there
0: There have been a few disappearances in Guamora. It's more in Avorgos. Really the livestock is what has been disappearing like in have been disappearing recently I thought
1: the people were coming to Gomora. They're yeah. leaving what's the other place called. The,
0: the people are disappearing in Avorgos. Yeah. But in Guamora more of the livestock have started to go missing, which is what started a couple months ago in Avorgos. We were far enough away, we felt protected in the violet woods, but apparently it is it has reached our city.
3: We did find more animal parts yeah, like, yeah. than human parts in that in that house. What is there, is there anyone else? What house? Anyways, do not
1: do not concern yourself. Um, Can we if we were to go to your family farm, could we would you give us? Would you be open to us investigating the farm to see what has affected it, to see if there's
3: any similarities to what we've seen before? Yes. Also, do you know of... You said it's your family farm, correct? Yes. Who else do you know if anybody else is trying to come here? Any more of your family? Or just people you know?
0: No, just... Just you? Myself, now. My... My mother and father lived there with me and so did my brother, but my brother when we went to Port Svorca, decided to stay. Um he wanted to see the world and he decided to jump on a, a crew for the ship and try to um help move supplies and things like that. He just he said he wanted a different life, so it's it's really just me, um myself and You coming back, and you? Mm-hmm. I'm just coming back alone.
3: Okay, that's the only reason. Yeah. It's just your home. You just want to be home.
0: I'd like to to get you know. In the last month or so, we've lost a horse. Um, I'd like to get back and see how my uh, my animals were doing. Our our neighbor said that it, they would look over them. They got the same thing. The the three wizards. Uh, claimed to be wizards came to their home and tried to lay claim to their property as well. But they, they had the correct paperwork already there. These, I guess, a hag is what you called her. Um, yes. She demanded evidence of the property. So I felt like I needed to leave and come back. Um, so I'm returning, but it, it, I fear that it may have been an attempt to get me out of my land to take some of my livestock without anybody noticing.
1: Let us now Go to your home and we will see what we can find out.
0: And so you guys, the party and Brilla head off. You guys make it to Brilla's home. Um, Could
3: Brocka real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. Just at the end of that conversation Do a quick insight to see if she's being Genuine about everything she's saying
0: Absolutely Uh, 20 You feel like Everything she has said up to this point Has been truthful Okay. This is her family farm Um, She left to go get the deed to the The land As she was basically told that they didn't own it Um, And a false Uh, document was presented to her so she went to go get the correct one to try to bring it back and straighten out the issue the party sets off with Brilla it takes you guys about 10-15 minutes to get to the farm as you guys are walking up and approaching you notice she gets a little bit of a panicked state as she looks over and the pen where they kept the pigs the gate in there is destroyed, and she points it out, and she says, uh, that, "My pigs must have gotten loose. I, I've got to. I've got to go uh, check the pen. Um, please uh, lo- look around." Um, and she points to um, a structure that is only one level; it's one story, but it's pretty long. It's about it's eighty feet long by about forty feet wide. A structure. She's like, "That is the 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 main." home and she points a little bit beyond it to the left and you see this stable structure she's like the the horses and the cows are are in there i've got to go check on the pigs please whatever you need
3: um uh, will just say it's very likely that they were taken i mean livestock has been getting taken around here like you said so
0: she takes off into the pig pen and is just kind of rummaging around, trying to look for tracks, anything to see what she can find. Yeah. I
3: gotta, what do you guys I do
0: I mean, I, Brock will just go to the uh, the place she pointed out. He doesn't really the know stables. what to do here. As you guys are approaching the stables, go ahead, everybody make a perception check real quick. <laughs>
3: That's a 12. That's
1: a
0: 9.
2: 7. 6. Wow.
0: Okay. So as you're we don't approaching... <laughs> Well, Braca does. Oh. Braca, as you guys are approaching the main home, as you look off to the left, there is a well that is well. <laughs> say about forty yards out from the main home and about twenty yards away from the stable. Okay.
1: <clears throat> well, you know what this group does when they see
0: a well. Yeah, you know. Well. Time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Spot A. You also notice that that well. The grass around it looks very vibrant, but as it extends out from there, it looks like there is life being siphoned from it. Okay.
3: Okay. Um, Baraka will immediately point that out to Agard and Mm -hmm. be able to say, well, I guess our hunch was maybe right. There might be a second one.
1: So Agard goes to the well Mm -hmm. and casts Detect Magic. About
0: We'll roll for it About a foot down Uh (laughs) Rolled a one on a d12 There you go About a foot down you can see this It's not as large as the one you have Sure but there is a small stone that looks like it was placed there. Like it was mm-hmm. pushed up inside that well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it is very similar to the stone that you guys have in the bag of holding. All right. Mm. Uh,
3: Brocco will suggest, let's try not to touch it because I mean, it made us not feel great. <clears throat> I mean, we can pick it up with something that I don't know. I mean, I'll
1: take one of my the pouches that I have, or mm-hmm. that Agard has, and um, basically I'll use it as a, like a mitt. If mm-hmm. Makes sense mm-hmm. to where I can grab without actually. It's not. I'm not my Agard's skin is not touching it. Right. He's using this
0: mm-hmm. to grab it, and when he has it in, in his hand. So as you use that pouch uh-huh kind of to protect your skin your bare skin from touching it. Right. You grab that stone.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And nothing happens.
3: Okay. Very cool.
0: You are able to hold it with that pouch. It's not touching your bare skin. You okay. don't feel that. Okay. Unwell feeling or that feel desire well. to hold it. Okay. And it's at this point, as you you get that stone, and you and Brock are standing there talking about it, that you can hear Brilla walking up, and she is sobbing. This is where we will end this week's episode. Our heroes met a group of pixies, who the hag was trying to capture and drain for their life essence. The party then set back out on the road and discovered Brilla Thulane had left the group, but trailed along behind them at a safe distance out of fear. Brilla had been visited by the three wizards and questioned her claim to the land her, fa- her family farm was on. The party forgave Brilla and continued down the path with Brilla to her farm, only to find that her farm had been terrorized and things were destroyed all around it. Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for your support. We greatly appreciate each and every one of our listeners. As mentioned at the beginning, we are changing our name to Cocked, a Real Play RPG Podcast. We hope to keep each and every one of you as we continue along our journeys in the tabletop RPG community. If you're a new listener and have not gotten a chance to check out our amazing cast and crew yet, please check out the episode details for our social media handles. If you are feeling generous and would like to support the show in a monetary way, please follow the link in our episode description to our Patreon and become a monthly subscriber. All proceeds go towards us creating awesome new complimentary content to run alongside this campaign. Last but not least... Tune in next week as our heroes and Brilla try to uncover just what the hag and her compatriots were up to and why they tried to con Brilla out of her family farm.